Jesus calls everyone that believes on him one of his disciples. Today we answer the question of what is God's will for every Christian and the responsibility of preaching the gospel. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Welcome everyone, my name is Brother James. This is Brother Mark. And we are here at Heritage Baptist Church recording the We Believe podcast, coming to you live from Corpus Christi. We're actually not live. We're live, but they're not going to hear us live. But welcome, everyone. Brother Mark, good to see you as always. Yes, sir. You too. Uh, The beginning of this podcast, I started out with a verse. That verse happens to be Romans 10, 14. And Mark, that really leads us into the topic of today, which is the preaching of the gospel. Today we're talking about preaching. So basically, what preaching is in its simplest form is proclaiming or publish, publishing uh, or making known something that's happened in your life. So if you've been saved, and we hope that you have, the next step in that is to share what Jesus Christ has done in your life. In Mark sixteen fifteen, it says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. So when you become saved and you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, uh, you don't want to hold on to that gift. You want to give that gift to everybody else and, and tell others about what Jesus Christ has done uh, in your life, how he has saved your soul and uh, secured you a spot in heaven. When you are saved, you are essentially called to preach. Uh, maybe not so much in the sense that you'll get up in front of a congregation and preach, but really to go out and teach the gospel. So, so to do that, you know, obviously that first step is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, uh, but then to get into the Bible and to read the Bible and, and to find out its truths and to uh, pray and to experience what God has for you. And really with that, um, you're just going to simply explain to people uh, what God is doing in your life. Now, God leads uh, everybody differently, but ultimately we believe the same salvation by grace through faith. The verse that I read at the beginning, Romans ten fourteen, comes right after the verse that says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And it's interesting, when you look at the entire context, literally Paul's writing, of course, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He says, But how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? How shall they believe in him in whom they have not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? You know, God would have it that everyone would accept Jesus Christ and be saved. If whosoever can receive it, how do they ask? Where, where do they get the information to even know they have to ask? So the Bible makes it pretty clear as saved people, as Christians, we're the ones now that have to go and proclaim that. Matthew 28, he says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. That's why it's so important uh, after you get saved to not hold on to that. You know, uh, I hear it said a lot, well, how could God use somebody like me? Well, that's a commandment to go and preach the gospel to every creature, as we read in Mark uh, 16, 15. It's an exciting thing when you get saved and you want to see others have that same excitement. 
Um, so you're right. That is naturally uh, the next step after you get saved would be to uh, go and tell uh, people about what Jesus Christ has done for you. And, uh, you know, I, I hear a lot of people get, get caught up on, well, I don't know the Bible that well, and I don't know Scripture. And, and you know, uh, those are important things, and, and you can have the Bible there with you uh, when you're telling others about Christ. Um, but really just telling people about what he's done in your life can be that just that simple. If you truly believe that uh, Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose again on the third day for our sins, uh, and you tell people very simply just that, they can know Christ as their personal Savior too. And if you think about it, it's amazing how, how quickly that can spread. And you, you tell somebody, and then that person tells somebody, and then that person tells somebody. And next thing you know, you have this uh, body of believers or uh, a group of people that all know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And then you have those people going out, and it just spreads kind of like a wildfire, right? So you, you, you're preaching into your, your inner city, and then it goes out and maybe a little bit further into the state. And next thing you know, you're countrywide, and you're telling people about Jesus. It's an amazing thing. Uh, because ultimately, that's uh, that's what we're called to do, is to point people uh, to Jesus Christ and what he did. And that's very simply what we're talking about today. When we're talking about preaching, uh, we're talking about telling people, proclaiming, making it public, something very important. That, that important thing is that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. I think as Christians, sometimes we, we look at everybody else and, and we think, well, if this is happening because these people just aren't right, you know, they're not saved, or even if they are saved, they're not living right, or whatever the case might be, I wouldn't really call someone, not my definition, but, you know, a Christian is someone that's Christ-like. The pastor said it here recently, look, just because you're saved doesn't make you a Christian. I think there's a difference. But certainly, if God looks down and sees some righteous people, a group of people, loving him and spreading his word, you would think you're going to have a lot better chance of having his blessings than not. Again, not to say that what's happening right now in our country is necessarily God's judgment. I believe it probably is, but that's not for me to say. I certainly don't think it's happening because God's happy with America. A lot of people like to quote the verse out of Chronicles when they're talking about you know, the country, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, right? And at the end, he says, I'll heal their land. But Brother Mark, he's talking about Christians. We've got to let our voice be heard. And even if it means, yeah, it's a little uncomfortable sometimes. It's uncomfortable for all of us. There are situations and conversations that sometimes are hard to have. I think it also helps to, to remember that you made that decision because you understood where you were before you got saved. Why wouldn't somebody else make that same decision? Yeah, that's good. It, it really calls to mind the importance uh, of going out and telling people. I, I would say even more so now, uh, as we go out soul winning as a church uh, and preaching and telling people about Jesus, you can see the need. People are looking, and that's why it's important that we get out there and we tell people about Jesus. Um it's just, it's amazing. It's almost like a twofold. As you preach the Word of God, obviously, you're learning more about God and His Word uh, because you're in your Bible. 
So you're growing in knowledge there. You're growing closer to God. And then that just really helps you to be uh, effective when you go out and tell people about Jesus. Uh, And I can attest to that in my own personal life. Um, From where I was as a newly saved Christian to now, my knowledge is much greater and I've been through more uh, life experience, I guess, if, if you wanted to call it that. And, and I've seen how God has, has led me through that and how trusting in Him wholly has really helped me to grow as a Christian. And in that, people around you see that. Uh, you know, when you work a secular world job uh, as a Christian, people around you see that and they think, you know, there's something different about that guy or that woman or that, that young lady or that young man. And, and so, I can even tell you in my own personal life, I've had people approach me and just ask, what's different? So yeah. you become, you get to this point where hopefully, uh, you know, you're not creating enemies uh, in the sense that you're turning people off from the idea of accepting Christ as their personal Savior, but that through your life they see uh, the things that you go through, how you handle certain struggles, and, and uh, how you turn to God in everything, good or bad. Uh, when you give it all to him, it, it just it helps you effectively tell people about Jesus Christ, which is ultimately what we're called to do. Just just from where I was when I got saved to where I am now and, and how much I know about God and what he can do in my own life and getting to, to tell people about that. It's an exciting thing. Uh, and we're at, we're at a time right now where people, uh, they need God. Uh, you know, people are, are turning away from God. People don't know about God at all. We're, we're seeing this young generation coming up and they just, they have no idea. But it, it's, it's uh, and I know we've talked about this before, but how it all ties together, you know, you get saved and then you get baptized and you get a part of a church and then you start growing in your faith and, and your understanding of God and, and his heart. And then it's just an amazing thing to see when you watch a young Christian grow. And I know for me, Brother James, when I see that, when I see somebody coming up, it gets me more excited. So yeah. I want to tell more people about Jesus. Right. So it's, a, it's an exciting thing. There's such a divide out there, just the divide between God's truth and, and what things were founded in where the foundations, particularly of our country, were laid. Everyone has their own truth, and nothing is grounded anymore in an absolute truth, in a moral truth. The foundations were set up in a way that we're all equal. Under God, he created us all the same. Now, we're different, and he gave us those differences for a reason, but we're all the human race to him. I think we fear sometimes as Christians that, well, I know we do, because I put myself in that boat. I don't know what people are going to think if I speak up. And I'm not saying we we got to get on every social media platform and, and debate people. And what I'm saying is it's okay to stand up for right. And when a, when a situation comes and you know it just isn't right, look, that's that's what your voice is for. And I would have to include when you're witnessing to someone and there are questions... Again, it isn't about trying to debate someone. It's about you proclaiming the truth of what God did in your heart and letting the Holy Spirit do the work. We can't do this in our own strength. We just can't accomplish it. And that's not how he intended it. We're just merely the vessel. 
it's an amazing thing that he allows us to do that. Uh, and you had said, you know, it's not it's not something that we can do on our own. And that uh, brought to mind the end of a verse specifically in Zechariah 4, 6. The end of the verse uh, says, Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. God promised us that if we go out, he's going to give us the strength and the knowledge and the wisdom in how to handle certain situations. Obviously, there are things that are going to arise. You were talking about debates. Um, People often want to debate uh, the Word of God against maybe other religions or, or something that they've heard. But we have to keep the main thing the main thing, right? We have to God, it's amazing. There will be times when I'll, when I'll witness to people and I'll be like, wow, I don't even know where I came up with that. But when you read God's word and it's in your heart, uh, and it's not that I came up with anything on my own, right? It's, it's that God just led me in that way. He gives us strength in that. And you're absolutely right. We can't, we can't do it on our own. And uh, I think in a lot of ways it would be foolish for us to debate these people that want to debate with us the bible even says uh, answer not a fool to his folly at the end of the day we're telling people about jesus christ and what he did on the cross and that's what we want them to understand now after they get saved if they have all those questions maybe you could take the time to explain what the bible says but really what's the point of debating that if they don't have that assurance that they're going to go to heaven when they die. Well, and you alluded to really a line of thinking I was trying to get to, and you got there before me, so thanks. Um, which was just, yeah, that I, I think there's a time and a place to have those have those conversations. The truth of the matter is we really only have so much time. The Bible talks about not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together, even more as the day is approaching. What day? Well, the day that Jesus is coming back, and there's going to be a final judgment. I think our natural thought process is, you know, how do we convince people? How do I get what's in my heart and really give that to somebody? And it is, it's a, it's a, it's a love for people. Jesus has it. We're supposed to have it. And if you've been saved and you have the Holy Spirit of God, you have access to that. Um, we have access to God through his son, Jesus Christ. I think that just that willingness to go out, to spread the gospel, the biggest ability that he's asking from us is availability to give up some of our time, which yes, time is precious, but to give up some of our time to go and tell other people about what he's done for us and that, that he can do the same thing for them. One of the things that um, Brother Rusty, I think even brought it up in his, his message recently, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. You know, it isn't just talking about money, but really what, what is it that you hold dear? Your family, yes, your money, but your time. Time is is uh, the most limited resource we have. There's people out here in this world that have plenty of money. I mean, more money than they can count, but we're all running out of time. I, uh, I am very challenged this evening. I, uh, I can't wait to go home and get into my Bible. And I'm looking forward to going out soul winning on Saturday. I hope that we will see one saved. Uh, And just how important it all is, uh, the Word of God, uh, first and foremost, knowing that you're saved, uh, and then getting into your Bible and telling other people about Jesus Christ. And we hope that you have been challenged this evening as well. 
Again, if you ever have any questions, please don't hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, there will be a link in the description straight to the website. There's a phone number, email, Facebook. Uh, just reach out. If you have any questions, maybe about salvation, maybe you want to understand uh, about soul winning a little bit more, or how you can get uh, a KJV Bible of your own, please reach out to us. We want to help in any way that we can. Thank you again for joining us. Brother Mark, until next time. Sir, sure, looking forward to it. All right, we'll see you then.